Welcome to the RV Podcast. This is episode 442. And in this episode, we talk about using uh, a tool called All Stays to find the best campsites. Hello everybody, I'm Mike Wendland. This is my lifelong traveling companion and my bride, Jennifer, and we come to you today from Middle Tennessee and Loblolly Ridge, a glorious day on our little five-acre RV retreat that we have carved out of the woods on a little mountaintop here, a mountaintop in Tennessee. <laughs> <laughs> and some of you might say, why do you like this? And why we like this is we have a lot of beautiful loblolly pines and hardwoods around and it's uh, quite undeveloped. It's quiet. You can hear the wind through the uh, pine needles and it's very relaxing for us. It's peaceful. It's quiet. And uh, we are usually going like crazy. And so why we like this is it's just a real little break to yep. listen to the wind. Yeah, we, we've called it uh, an RV retreat, and, and that's kind of what it is. We have been down in uh, Florida for most of the past month or so, and uh, it was uh, in the full throes of spring break down there. And, Beautiful weather, but... If that's what you're looking for, is lots of action and excitement and adrenaline, and it is fun to watch everybody unpack and come and just be so wound up, but... Uh, that's fun, and then this is fun too. This is um, this is how we kind of decompress. So it's a, it's a very bright day, hence uh, our hats and uh, being a little bit shaded. But it's uh, it's a little too uh, too bright. Temperature, it's uh, pushing 80 degrees in the sun. Uh, what does it say on your watch? The official temperature. <laughs> it says 70. It's it's warmer. But it's than warmer that. than that. Because we're in full we're sun. We're sitting in the sun. Yep. So lots on this episode. Uh, besides uh, our uh, main topic, which uh, has to do with uh, uh, a tool many of you ha are familiar with called Allstays. I don't know if you know that they uh, have a new CEO uh, was recently sold, and uh, the the new company plans to continue the legacy uh, brought about by its original founder and. Uh, it's just a handy tool, and we thought we'd uh, check in and see what's new with uh, Allstays and also how you can use that as you make your plans for uh, summer travel in uh, 2023. And then we have our social media buzz. We've got a great RV tip uh, and uh, the RV news of the week and, of course, uh, answering your RV questions. So we got a lot to talk about in this episode. Now, you ready? Let's start with social media buzz. Our Facebook group has, uh, I don't know if you saw it, we are 171,000 followers. Wow. Yeah, and it is, it is just such a great resource for anybody who has a question about the RV lifestyle. Um, one of our uh, main moderators for the group is Wendy Boyer, and Wendy started last week uh, with a report. And she is going to be a, a regular uh, feature here on the podcast as she kind of looks at the posts on uh, social media on our RV Lifestyle Facebook group that got the most social media buzz this week. So uh, let's, uh, let's go to Wendy Boyer. Wendy, how are you? Hi, Mike and Jen. We've been getting a lot of newbies joining our RV Lifestyle Facebook group lately, which we love to see. And one of them named Andrea asked recently, What's the best toilet paper to use in my RV? 
and as you can imagine, she got a lot of responses. The responses ranged from those like Alex, who said just get anything as long as it's septic safe, to Lorraine, who recommended a one-ply brand, to Jessica, who had an unusual suggestion, and that was never to put any toilet paper down your toilet, ever. And as you can imagine, there were several people who said, ooh, gross, don't do that. So there were a lot of different responses, more than 420 and counting. But the major breakaways are you do not need to spend a lot of money on that expensive RV toilet paper. There are options and whatever you choose, use lots of water. Another tip I'd like to share with you today comes from James. James and his wife are doing that iconic RV trip down Route 66. They're traveling from California to Texas and James asked, what are some things we should stop and see? And as you can imagine, they got a lot of awesome suggestions. Some of my favorites included one from Rhonda, which is to visit an ice cave in New Mexico, and another from Teresa, who suggested stopping at Oatman, Arizona, which is a ghost town with wild donkeys wandering the streets. And another good one was from Scott, who said to visit the Cameroon Trading Post in Arizona where they make wonderful Navajo tacos. Excellent tips. And there were so many good tips. In fact, I hope that James got some ideas and it made me want to go down Route 66 this summer. I tell you, there were some good ones there. But the last thing I'd like to share with you today was a tip from Jason. Jason made a homemade foot rack for his RV. He simply took a piece of wood, he attached it to his RV wall near the door, and he put the piece of wood at a slight angle so he could nuzzle some shoes between the wood and the wall. And it was presto, a new shoe rack. It was wonderful. No more pile of shoes by the door of your camper, no more mess, no more clutter. It was great. And so many people liked it. They said they were going to make the same thing. So that's it for me this week. I'm Wendy Boyer with the RV Lifestyle Facebook group. Oh, I never thought toilet paper would be a topic <laughs> that people would really get excited about, but thanks, Wendy, for how that Passionate is. about, have their opinion, not going to sway. They do. People really are passionate about the TP they use in their RV. All right, we're going to take a quick break. When we return, we'll have the RV interview of the week. Stay with us. The one thing that can ruin a perfect RV trip is a bad mattress. And believe us, we know. Over the years, we've had many and found all of them wanting until now. Now, we sleep on the RV mattress by Brooklyn Bedding. Quite simply, it's the best we've ever slept on. We chose a queen-size Aurora Luxe Medium firm mattress that arrived slightly rolled up in a box. All we had to do was put it on the bed, unroll it, and wait for it to recover from the compression. And then we put the sheets and the bed covers on and found we slept so well on it that we ordered another one for our home. That's how comfortable it is. Our sleep is now so luxurious and deep that we can't imagine using a different mattress. The RV Mattress by Brooklyn Bedding comes with a 120-night sleep trial and a 10-year warranty. Shipping is free. If you're disappointed with the current mattress in your RV, you owe it to yourselves to try the RV Mattress by Brooklyn Bedding. Something else that's very important is that Brooklyn Bedding manufactures all their RV mattresses in their own factory 
in Arizona. This means they're able to use premium materials at a reasonable price for you, with no middleman bringing up the cost. And right now, if you visit rvmattress.com slash rvlifestyle, you'll get 30% off your mattress with the promo code RVLIFESTYLE. Again, use the promo code RVLIFESTYLE for 30% off the cost of an RV mattress by Brooklyn Bedding. We're sure you'll be as thrilled with your RV mattress by Brooklyn Bedding as we are with ours. It really is the most comfortable mattress we've ever slept on. Just a quick note, uh, RV Mattress by Brooklyn Bedding is running that special 30% uh, off your mattress if you use that link that we had uh, in the description below and in the video if you're watching us on YouTube. Um, to get that 30% off, you got to do it by the end of the month, by April 30th of 2023. So act first if, uh, if you're interested. Time now for the RV interview of the week. Nothing is going to put a damper on your RV getaway camping trip like a bad campsite. It could be, you know, a lack of amenities. Bad neighbors. Oh yeah. Um, maybe a uh, unappealing location that's not level or it's, it's muddy. Um, anyway, uh, a bad campsite can turn what you looked forward to having as a great RV getaway into a stressful experience. So that's why uh, there are so many different tools that we all use to help plan it. And for a decade or so, uh, all up, an app and tool called Allstays has been in our arsenal of favorite tools for finding good campsites. Um, we particularly upgraded and used the Allstays Pro version, which is a, an upgraded version. Uh, it just is such a great resource. It can help you find the best campsites near you uh, and, uh, and make your trip as hassle-free as it is uh, possible to be. So in our interview of the week, we're going to uh, reintroduce some of you and maybe some for the first time to this, uh, this very handy tool called Allstays. Uh, it has a new CEO. His name is Phil Rogers. Mm -hmm. New CEO. So that's exciting. Yep. And so we ask him to kind of walk us through a step-by-step -step guide on how to find the best campsites. So um, let's meet Phil Rogers. Well, Phil Rogers joins us right now. And uh, Phil, it's a pleasure to have you on uh, the podcast. Uh, this is uh, the first time I think we've had you on, although we've known about all stays for a long time. Why don't you uh, enlighten our audience a little bit about what is Allstays and how Phil Rogers came to become the CEO? So first off, Mike, I want to thank you for having Allstays on here and for, for having me on. Very excited to, to be talking about Allstays and, and I am a follower on the Facebook group as well. Uh, for those who do not know what, what Allstays is, it is one of the original RV and camping apps on the App Store. We are both a mobile and web uh, campsite location tool uh, and database where we have not only campsites, uh, but we, we maintain coverage on nearly 400,000 points of interest across the US that keeps you safe from road clearances, road hazards, as well as keeping you supplied and stocked with information on propane, supply stores, overnight parking uh, stops, in addition to uh, campgrounds all over the US and Canada. Uh, and uh, Adam, Adam Longfellow was, was the founder of Allstays. 
uh, which really even began in the early 2000s, late 90s, uh, that, that he came to then launch uh, Allstate's Camp and RV and the whole suite of uh, products to help provide travelers with more information. And in the last year, uh, as he was looking towards retirement, uh, I was able to come on and help. And I was a user of Allstays myself, as during the pandemic, I was previously running a uh, pickle business in D.C., but took, the, took some time off to travel the country in a little teardrop trailer uh, and using Allstays and other camping apps. Uh, and that really helped power my trip, and I found it a, such an exciting experience to come into contact with Adam, learn about the business more, and find the opportunity to help uh, continue the legacy of Allstays itself. So that's a little bit of background on, on Allstays and myself, Mike. I, I can't get you, uh, get a, let you get away without asking you more. You said you were in the pickle business. You better explain that a little bit. That, that, that's correct. I, I worked uh, with, with my, my wife and her brother running a, a fermentation business, Farmers Markets in D.C., uh, and ran that for, for several years uh, through, through the uh, first year of the pandemic, helping out both local farmers uh, and ourselves. So uh, really, really had a, a great time, uh, but wanted to take a little bit of time uh, a year into the pandemic to, to get out into, into the rest of the country. Um, and, and just during a really pivotal time, uh, Taking, taking a step back, what was a crazy time for, for food businesses. But yeah, uh, had a, a really great, great experience uh, being able to, to really connect with, with customers. And that's what, what I love too about uh, working with Allstays is getting to work with the customers, answer questions and emails that users have uh, to, to really help them uh, you know, with their travels. It, it reminds me of being at the farmer's markets, talking to customers. Now you are an RVer yourself, is that correct? Yeah, that uh, if we want to call a teardrop trailer an RV, I know they come in all shapes and sizes, but I've got a I've got a nine by five uh, teardrop trailer. Spent about ten months in it with my wife. I think our next big trip we might we might upgrade, but I, I still use it uh, to this day. So let's let's talk a little bit about uh, all stays. We know Adam, and we met Adam early on as we began this, and. Uh, it's a it's a whole suite of great uh, software programs. Uh, have you updated uh, Allstays, or do you have uh, have you done any uh, um, changes in it since you took over? Have you added more features, more platforms? Yeah, we we've got some big plans for for Allstays, and we are working to add in more features. Uh, you know, first off, it is a the information is, is the greatest thing. We are adding in more points and maintaining that coverage and updated information that is really the life and blood of, of the product. Um, you would love to, to start sharing the roadmap there. Um, things just like saving uh, locations, that is really great. But we're starting to look into new technologies that, that we, can, we can leverage and just how do we help make this a more accessible and easy tool for, for people to use, uh, but with the lifeblood being that that accurate, up-to-date information that uh, everyone loves it for. Yeah, I would like to go into the main uh, ways we can use Allstays, and I thought that if you could sort of walk us through a, a typical scenario, or maybe a, a park where the campground's full, 
how all stays can help an RV or find a place to stay and get away. Yeah, uh, it's a that's a great place to start. Uh, so really, the the <clears throat> easy thing of when using all stays that one of the reasons that I loved it was really having um, extremely descriptive pin icons that you are able to see very clearly what is national park, what is a forest service, what's an independent RV park, so that you can really visually see so that if you come ac across a situation where you can't get into a campground and you've got to find something, um, you can go into your map, you can you, you can zoom out from, from where you are, you can easily use the locate me button if you've enabled uh, location sharing with, with the application so that you can have that uh, center right in on you. You're also able to use the search bar to search for a town that you might want to look at. Uh, I think to myself of when in December of 2020 I was trying to find a campground in northern Florida because uh, St. George Island I think was all uh, booked up. So I was using all stays to, to look around. I was able to find uh, sites in, in the state forest and in the national forest that I could go to. Uh, with that, uh, as well as also there are a number of filters and advanced filters that you can, you, there are a lot of points of interest on the map, so you can help clear out some of the noise to only what you want, whether it is uh, a forest service campground or if you're looking for uh, some other club or membership. I know a lot of people might use like Elks Lodges, so you can use a filter easily to get to those kinds of sites that you want, or if you just need an overnight parking spot, you can look up and see a, which Walmart is there? I can see parking reports from individuals reporting on the uh, willingness of, of that uh, manager to, to let people park overnight. Uh, but then I love returning back to that. They're very descriptive pin icons. So when you're looking at a, a, a map of tons of pins, you're easily able to zero in. You can select on that point, then easily click into uh, our information page where we have just one tap away. Uh, a website if they've got it. Uh, we've we've got one touch phone call. Uh, so we, we, for what we can get, we've got uh, phone numbers for for most places that at least have a phone, as well as any reviews that that users have left. Uh, and lastly, we've got all all the amenity information that you might want in terms of how many spots, what kinds of hookups, how many are, whether whether there are any restrictions on the size of RV. Those are also reflected in our filters. Uh, that you can help zero in on the, the right campground for you. Uh, so there's just a really multitude of ways uh, within all stays through filtering, search, using your eyes, and reading our information and reviews. Talk about the different platforms that uh, all stays works on and uh, give uh, our audience kind of a, a rough idea on how they would get all stays, any costs involved, and uh, uh, is you know maybe uh, which apps and platforms uh, that they may want to work with to start off with if they haven't had it before. Our, our we've got a mobile application that is only on on uh, Apple phones right now. Uh, you know, I know that we we hear a lot from Android users, and I invite uh, Android users to to message us. Uh, hearing from you guys helps make it known uh, just how many of you guys are out there that that uh, want this. So very happy to to hear from Android users about that. 
there had been an Allstays app uh, on Android until about 2017 uh, when, when there were some issues and Adam pulled that off the store. But we also have a, a web application uh, so that you can access this on any device. It works best on, on your laptop, desktop, works in any browser. So we are able to reach all platforms there. Uh, and you know, I will announce that we Previously, the mobile app had been uh, single-time download, uh, paid download from the App Store, whereas the web app had been subscription-based. And we are uh, unifying that product so that you just subscribe to Allstays uh, and you're able to access that on both mobile and web uh, with one seamless uh, subscription there. And our subscription price is $35 a year. Is there a free version available anymore of Allstays? There used to be. It used to be. There was a kind of an Allstays light that you could get. The mobile app itself, Camp and RV, uh, as far as I I know and have have been experienced with it, has been. Uh, it had been a paid download application before. Right now, with the mobile app, uh, you can experience for free. Uh, some very basic features of the app. You're able to download it, you're able to browse, look at the pins, and, and find the campsite, but to, to read reviews, to, to filter for them, that, that will be part of the subscription as, as we're constantly working and updating uh, that information for campgrounds. You can also find a lot of campground information state by state for free online. So a lot of our resources are, are available, uh, but for, for the best ease of use and the best user experience that does come uh, with subscription. Just a, the last question, again, the size of your database, because you have just about everything covered, uh, uh, is, is how, many, uh, how many pieces of data and information do you have, did you say? You said it right at the top. Uh, around 400,000 points of interest across uh, the U.S. and Canada. And so there are tens and thousands of campgrounds, uh, thousands of, of RV parks, but then really there's so much more as well in the supply stores, the truck stops, propane fill-ups, uh, road hazards like bridge clearances and road grades, so that we, we've really got a comprehensive suite of information uh, that, that we're really happy that users can find actionable and, and help keep them on the road and keep them safe. Well, I applaud you guys taking it over and continuing the legacy that Adam started. It was probably the original uh, RV camping and uh, information site for finding spots, and I'm glad to see that you have plans to continue that. Uh, would you uh, wrap it up by telling our audience how they can access and find uh, Allstays? What's their best address to go to? And we'll put it in the description below as well. So the best, best way to find us is going to allstays.com. We've got all the information there about both our mobile and our web app. You can, you can find out information for campgrounds uh, for free on there. Subscribe to easily see our map. And you can go in the, the uh, iTunes app store, uh, mobile app store, and search for Allstays Camp and RV, and, and you'll find us there. Um, so very excited to, to you know, be on and talk about Allstays and how users can use that to find campgrounds, Mike. Well, we will be sending them that way. Jennifer and I have used it for uh, over a decade now. And uh, in fact, it's usually our first thing, even before we leave, we'll pull up on the laptop or the computer and we can get you know, that big view on the screen, which really helps. And, uh, it's a very simple uh, app to use. We can attest to that. 
and we will continue to send people to all states. Philip Rogers has been our guest. Phil, thank you so much. And uh, best of luck to you as you uh, continue the legacy of all stays. All right. Thank you, Mike. This was super exciting to be on. As you said before the interview, we've been using this for over a decade, and we rely upon it, depend upon it, recommend it. Yep. It is uh, just a, a great tool. So check it out. You can get that free version, and then uh, if you uh, want to upgrade, go to the uh, the pro version. You know, all these apps are like that. They have a free version, kind of like kind of like drug dealers they get you hooked you know and then uh, you see the possibilities and then you to unleash all the tools you gotta buy a little bit but that's only fair because there costs some money to do all that stuff all stays should be in your arsenal of good tools thank you phil for making time for us uh, to talk about the product and good luck as you take the helm of this great company all right when we come back uh we have the rv news of the week Tired of overcrowded campgrounds, competing for reservations, paying high fees for sites? Well, ownership is an emerging trend in RVing that just might be right for you. It was for us. Jennifer and I bought some land just west of Nashville, Tennessee, in an incredible collection of mountaintop properties called the Woodlands at Buffalo River. These are 5 to 140 acre properties. Build a house, a cabin, outbuildings, or RV year-round, starting at $79,900. It's your property, your way, 100% ownership, and the scenery is breathtaking. You can landscape, garden, bring your pets, build what you want to. There's high-speed internet, and it's so private. It's a great place to make your home base. No more calling around for reservations. It's ready whenever you want. They're selling these by appointments, 5 to 140 acre sites from $79,900. There's great financing and big discounts on multi-lot packages. For information, visit MyRVLand.com. That's MyRVLand.com. Welcome back. Time now for the RV News of the Week. And the first story is about uh, the best campgrounds or parks in the country. But we saw a story last week that we found worth bringing to you. We wanted you to hear this one. And, and it's one you, you're going to be surprised on because it's not necessarily the one what that you would think. Pick. Yeah, yeah. Uh, a group analyzed actual visitors' survey data from the National Park Service to determine which national parks were the best to visit. And it looked at things like visitors calling their experience very good and uh, taking into account the quality of the facilities, the services, and recreational opportunities, and then rating them. And the, you're going to drum roll in? Okay, very good. The top four spots were, you're never going to guess this, West Virginia's New National Park, New River Gorge National Park, followed by Carlsbad Caverns National Park, Third, Lewis and Clark's National Historic Park. And this one isn't going to surprise anybody, I don't think. And Arcadia National yeah, Park. Up in Maine. Yeah. Yes. Uh, now, that's, uh, that's ironic because those are not necessarily the most visited national parks, are they? No. And the most visited national park has been forever, hasn't it, the most visited national yeah. park? Because it used to be there was no fee to get in to visit this park. The Great Smoky Mountains National Park is America's most visited national park, and it ranked ninth in the list. The, the most favorite list, uh, it's only ninth. Now, it's still free to get in, but they do have this deal if you want to stop your vehicle for you more than five minutes. You want to stop stay a while, 15 minutes, I 15 believe 15 minutes, or whatever it is, yeah. Yeah, then you got to pay some money, you yeah. know, like... 
the frog in the pot of boiling water is just going to keep going up, I'm sure. But yeah. I don't want to be negative. But, yeah, num uh, number two, I know, from, from most of the uh, most popular sites is Grand Canyon. How does that rank? Well, the Grand Canyon, the most pop, what we think of as being one of the most popular spots, ranked number 38. 38. That surprises me. Yeah. So um, this is according to those who take the time and rank the, the, you know, according to how much they like them. So anyway, all of our national parks are great. They right? are. They're yeah. well worth going to. And that doesn't surprise me that a brand new national park, everything should be new and sparkly and no potholes and bathrooms yep. new and working. And I can see why that would rank number one. People are excited whenever there's a new park. Well, a second story that we want to share with you this week has to do with these horrible spring storms that we've seen going through. And I know we have done so many stories in the past about uh, when there's a storm coming through, when there's high winds, get off the road, pull over, delay your trip. Well, here's a reason why. And uh, fortunately, they're okay. But heavy winds literally tipped over a couple's RV in East Texas last week while they were driving it. Uh, they were driving their motorhome near Lufkin, Texas, and a wind gun literally pushed it off the road, knocked it into some trees and a pole just off the highway. And if, if they hadn't been there... Yeah, it's a good thing the trees and the pole were there so that they authorities said they might have tipped over or gone into a creek yeah. that was near there. So, so they, they, As it is, the fire department had to come and rescue the couple. They were not injured. Uh, we'll put a link to all of our these stories here, by the way, in our show notes at rvlifestyle.com. But we want to share that story with you again as a warning to slow down, uh, stay put, even on, on uh, when there's strong winds, just delay your trip a little bit. I'll bet you anything they were trying to hurry to get ahead of the storm or get to their campsite or we, we trying to get someplace. We but we'll never know, but we slow don't know down, and, stop. And, you know, it could have been just a sudden boom, yeah. wind shear that came through with That's no warning true. at all. But uh, So we don't know whether they had had any warning, but um, we'll use that story as a, as a warning to all of us to, to be aware of the weather conditions and uh, when there's strong winds, um, uh, adjust our travel time. Now, I got a really fun story, and I think that we have to try to enter this so that maybe we stand a chance to try to win this. Bush Beans is offering a contest for a free, all-expense-paid camping trip to either Tennessee's Great Smoky Mountain National Park, Texas Big Bend National Park, or Wyoming's Grand Teton National Park. The winner and one guest... Hmm, you're going to be good, so I'll invite you I might. if I win. <laughs> okay. I uh, we'll get to camp in a camper that looks like a can of beans. <laughs> Excuse me. And we'll receive uh, free flights, ground transportation, and a $200 travel stipend to the Chosen National Park. And the winner also has meals prepared. I like this part. Meals prepared with a bean theme by a chef. And a, even better, adding on, this is great, and a guided tour of the park. Okay. Well, that all just sounds really good to me. The Bean Company believes canned beans are an intricate part of camping. <laughs> I'm and, sorry. I can't help it. And doing but... the promotion in conjunction with the National Park Foundation. I just can't picture, can't get that picture from the, the whatever. Camping my, in they, a can of beans? No. Uh, um, Control yourself. Yeah, okay. Uh, there's a particular movie out there that has a campfire uh, yeah. bean scene. That I, No, nothing said. Don't go there. But I guess you really want to be good friends with whoever you, if you win that, whoever you take camping with you. All right, that is a fun story. I think it'd be fun. Yep. 
Um, more of a follow-up to a story we've been keeping our eye on for you. That, uh, Wall Street Journal published an article in the last few days about uh, a company called Booz Allen, B-O-O-Z, not, there's no E in it, Booz Allen, and they're the company behind the, they have the contract to run the recreation.gov site, and we've been writing and reporting about some allegations about how much money that company collects from fees. Um, anyway, the Wall Street Journal article noted that when a person pays the $2 fee, that uh, uh, they need for a vehicle pass for Montana's National Park, a large chunk of that money goes to Booz Allen, which runs the recreation.gov site, then uh, all people have to use that site to make reservations on federal property. So you know how much they made? It estimates they made $87 million during the past five years uh, five with years. their contract to run that site. And that over 10 years, that company will make over $182,000. Uh, they literally make money every time somebody uses the service to make a reservation uh, or visit a park and, and goes camping there. Uh, it's a pretty profitable uh, contract that they have. And, and a part of a lawsuit accuses the site of collecting what the, the lawsuit alleges are junk fees that should instead go towards maintaining public lands. Uh, national Park officials, some of them say that, listen, that company and that site have made a significant, uh, the uh, people who've come into the site through recreation.gov, through the national parks, uh, they've made uh, a lot of improvements um, since uh, Booz Allen won that uh, contract. Uh, they've had it, I think, since 2016. Uh, it helps national park people do their job better, they say, because it frees up their time. Uh, so you can have your own opinion, but, but it's a big story with the Wall Street Journal jumping on it, and uh, many of us use recreation.gov all the time as we're camping on federal lands. That opens up a whole can of questions in my little mind about how many people competed for this contract, how it was done before. These improvements, if they get kicked out, the government then gets to take all the improvements they did. Or, uh, you know, uh, just a whole bunch of things come to mind. Who's going to, you know? I don't know. I don't know. Either, I don't know. But, but it makes me wonder. But it's a big lawsuit, and uh, it's uh, being followed very closely in, uh, in the National Park Service. Because uh, uh, th these guys, that's how you get into a national park with the permit. Well, we'll share updates with you as we get more information about this story. All right, when we come back, we have the RV Tip of the Week and the RV Travel App of the Week. So, stay with us. One of the most exciting developments for RVs is happening out west in Arizona. Western Land and Ranches is selling five-acre high-elevation ranches just off the famous Route 66, the birthplace of the American road trip. And these are beautiful, secluded tracts of land surrounded by majestic mountain ranges with sweeping valley views. The high elevation is a unique microclimate as well, giving you cooler temperatures, green grasses, and tree cover, making it unique for desert property. The community is in the center of it all, close to the best of the West, Grand Canyon, Las Vegas, Lake Havasu, Lake Mead, Lake Mojave, the Colorado River, Flagstaff, Sedona, and Historic Williams. If you're tired of crowded RV parks and paying high fees for sites, well, ownership might be right for you. This incredible collection of mountaintop properties called Greenwood Ranches hit the market 
and it's selling out fast. There is no HOA. You can build a house, a cabin, outbuildings, or just RV. It's your property, your way, 100% ownership. Visit the website to get details and set up a showing, ArizonaRVLand.net. That's ArizonaRVLand.net. When we're on a road trip, we always seem to find a way to stop at a Camping World Center. There are over 225 Camping World locations across the country, and there's always one close by when we need parts and accessories for our RV or just want to shop. In fact, uh, we have so much fun with uh, Camping World, and as we talk about it as one of our sponsors, they have agreed to offer a 10% discount if you use the coupon code RVLIFESTYLE10 when you buy $99 or more in merchandise. You'll find everything you want from outdoor furniture and appliances, the ones you see us use in our videos and we talk about here in the podcast. RV extras that include everything from camping chairs to fire pits, electrical accessories, must-have gadgets. Check them all out. And again, don't forget, use the coupon code RVLIFESTYLE10 when you visit CampingWorld.com. Time now for the RV tip of the week from certified RV inspector Brenda the, of Queen Bee RV. Brenda's been a regular now for several weeks, and uh, we're delighted to always have her on the program. We are super delighted to have her on this program because her passion is to educate everybody, not to make mistakes that can easily be avoided, and particularly she wants to educate women. So let's uh, check in with uh, Brenda of Queen Bee RV and find out what she's got for us this week. I conducted a survey recently about frustrating things that RV buyers wish they had known about before they made their purchase. And as you can imagine, there were plenty of surprising responses like they forgot to test the awning and it tore the first time they opened it. Some overlooked construction materials from the factory completely prevented the black tank from dumping. The doors were installed upside down at the factory and leaked during the first rain. That the refrigerator was not turned on until minutes before their arrival on pickup day, so they missed the fact that it was completely inoperative during the walkthrough. Or they forgot to check the water heater and replaced it, had to replace it after the first trip. That they purchased a brand new rig at auction and discovered the black and gray tanks were completely missing once they got it home not understanding how expensive oil changes and engine work would be on their new diesel pusher. And one said that even after thorough research, they underestimated the towing capabilities of their truck and did not feel safe or confident once they got it out on the road. So what can you do to try to avoid some of these costly, aggravating, and sometimes scary discoveries when purchasing an RV? First, ask the owner to have all utilities available to test before you agree to purchase. This is standard practice, so insist on it. Water, electric, and sewer. Operate all the mechanical items like awnings and slides. Operate all the appliances like kitchen, air conditioner, furnace, water heater, and generator. Check the electrical panel connections and water and plumbing systems. Take a test drive or a test tow, preferably with your own vehicle. Look at manufacturer dates, tread and sidewall condition on all tires. Check all the life safety systems like the detectors, LP tanks, and running gear condition, etc. 
request and observe the maintenance records from the seller or the dealership. And if all of this sounds a little too much, you know I'm going to suggest to hire a third-party certified RV inspector. Hope these tips were helpful, and I'll see you next time on another episode. Now back to you, Mike and Jen. All right. Thank you very much, Brenda. We look forward to seeing you and hearing you again next week on the podcast. Now it's time for uh, the RV app of the week. There's so many apps out there that we can download to our tablets and our smartphones that make the RV travel life a little bit easier. Um, this uh, section comes to us from the pages of our sister blog, NewTravelTech.com. Uh, we urge you to go over and visit them, NewTravelTech.com. It's all about celebrating the way uh, technology enhances the RV, uh, and not only the RV, but the entire travel experience for everybody, no matter how you travel, but plane, train, automobile, or RV. And this is a great one. You're all going to want this because we take all these pictures and we have a photo journaling app to tell you about called Journey. Journey, and it's spelled J-O-U-R-N-I. And it helps you record and describe your favorite travel memories. Now, we all have all of these photos that we take when we travel. And, uh, you know, you get back home or a year goes by and you say, where was that? How did I find that? Or you come back to that site and you want to get that photo, go to that location. This is what you need. This allows you to chronicle it all and uh, you can share them. And you can even put them all together and print photo books, which are really fun. And, you know, it doesn't matter if you're a newbie, if you've been, if you're a professional photographer, this will just help you get organized and uh, help you record what I know you want to record. It's Journey, uh, and we'll put a link in the description below and in the show notes, J-O-U-R-N-I, Journey blog, uh, and it works for iOS and Android, and you can also use it just on the web on your browser. Uh, check it out. The RV questions of the week coming up after this. When we're asked what's the most important modification we made to our RV, it's an easy answer. Battleborne batteries. Battleborne batteries are quality, safe, reliable lithium batteries that allow us to stay out there off the grid longer. Lithium batteries charge faster, they charge fuller, they're longer lasting, they're maintenance free. And battleborne batteries are protected by a 10 year guarantee. Now, in our case, they just dropped into the existing AGM batteries that we have. And it'll probably be the same on your rig, too. Battleborne battery experts can get those in your rig just like they did with ours. They can also match you up with the right cabling, the inverter, the charger, the solar controller, everything. Jennifer and I swear by our Battleborne batteries. They allow us to boondock off the grid. Check them out. Go to rvlifestyle.com slash lithium rvlifestyle.com slash lithium. Now it's time for our question of the week. And this is from Alex and Alex writes, I followed you guys have a, as you turned your property in Tennessee into a private RV retreat. I see this is something we'd like to do, but before I know whether that is a realistic goal for us at this stage in our lives, we need to know how much it costs to get in water and electricity and sewers. Can you give us a ballpark figure? And again, that was from Alex. Now, uh, Alex, that's a great question, and it's one that everybody should certainly consider and, and have a rough answer to before you sign the dotted line to buy property. Because most often, uh, to develop it like, like you want, you're going to be buying raw property. There are going to be trees that you're going to have to take down. There's going to have to be 
uh, roads or uh, accesses that you're going to have to carve out. Uh, then you need to going to have to deal with the government and get permits and put in a septic field or hook up to a sewer. You're going to have to have water, uh, which means either, most of the cases uh, drilling a well. Sometimes, like in our property, we have a water line that goes right by a little county road out in front and we can bring it in. Um, but there are a lot of expenses and it's impossible to tell you how much a particular piece of land would, would cost without knowing that land and, and setting foot on it. But we can give you a ballpark figure based on our experience and we now know many, many of our other neighbors who have bought uh, property for their RVs in and around us at, at this development called the Woodlands. And um, it's a lot. It's a lot more than you'd think. So you might buy the property, figure half of whatever you spent on that property, at least 50% of that cost is what it's going to cost you to get in all of those utilities and the hookups and the permits and all of that stuff. Uh, it is not a, a cheap undertaking, right? No. And then if you're like us, which I hope you're not, we have changed <laughs> RVs and uh, we have changed direction. And, and <laughs> yeah, we have. Well, when we first started, we were just going to use this for a small Class C motorhome. And so we built three sites. And then a year ago, we got this, this Arcadia 32 and a half foot fifth wheel, which we pretty much have been keeping here on the property. And I'll have a video about that because that brings up another point that you, you know, once you develop the land, you're going to have to maintain the land. And uh, we've had some issues uh, with the land that uh, storing this here uh, has, has involved. We've got to have a guy here actually tomorrow, Jonathan uh, Stacy, John Stacy, who's the contractor I use for all of our development. He's going to do some work with his grader and uh, we're going to add some more, uh, some more rock and stone. And, just, you know, we're always tweaking it. So you will have to do that too. What's and then about? of course, we're always tweaking. We love what we have, but do we get a larger one? <laughs> yeah, we, we've thought about that. We, you know, uh, there's one that's about six feet longer uh, that has like a mid bunk area that would make a perfect office or studio because we, we love to record and we keep thinking, do we want to do that? Or a washer and dryer. A washer and dryer. So um, that would require us maybe to add some distance to the, the, the little gravel pad that we have this on. Um, so we have three sites that we develop. Some people don't want that, and that will uh, affect how much you spend. So all this is to say that every piece of property is different. Every uh, governmental area that that property is in is different. And um, without knowing what's on the land, what, what you have to move, we can't give you much more other than to say, to be sure and not be too surprised, budget 50% of whatever you spend on the cost of the land to develop it for your RV. And I don't think Alex is going to be but, like us just because of his question, because he's trying to get all his ducks in a row before he starts. Yeah. Well, we had a rough idea. Well, yeah, we knew what we wanted, because, but, but we, then we're, we're always evolving with right. different RVs. And, we, and, uh, and John Stacy, who's kept up with every, every time our dream has changed, has been just great and given us ideas. And uh, we, feel, we feel really good about all of that stuff. So um, it, it's, uh, you know, it's a, it's, I'm delighted we have this place. Uh, it truly is. We got here and Bo started whining as soon as he recognized he it as we were pulling in. And we were here, I mean, five minutes. I plugged in uh, or put the slides out and pulled the stairs down and 
we were settled in. It's nice to be able to keep it here. I don't have to pay a hundred and something a month to have it stored. It's uh, private. It's behind a fenced-in, locked fence and gate, and it's got security cameras, and it's our land, our way. So, Alex, don't give up your dream, but count the costs. You got a question for us? We'd love to hear it. Just send us your, your question at mikeandjen at rvlifestyle.com. That's it for this episode. We'll be back next week with a lot more information that will help you as you plan your RV travels this year. Thank you guys so much for watching. Happy trails.